when I pull up. Tell your boss I'm around, better pull up. Alcoholic with the bars, get a full cup. That brown liquor have you like you gon' do what? Yeah, I'm focused now, no drama. Follow my path, it ain't built for grand commas. Wake up grinding, I'm stacking on the commas. I feel like Maury said, you ain't the father. School like this Vaughn, nice with the pen I wrote Hannibal memoirs. Houston, I rock this. Talk to Chris Paul. This for big boys. You don't wanna get involved. See, I'm a '90s nigga, outcast and missy. I motivate rap committees in the inner city. Red man, get your hustle on, baby. I do it big and you playing big, Revin. Yo, 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 everybody, welcome back to the motherfucking Minority Sports Report. I am your boy, Big Black. Like Julian just said, we're all here. It's me, Julian, and Scabe. What up, nigga? What up? Hey. Woo. Party time USA. Living it up. Living it up. We got all the shit to talk about. There's UFC and uh, football, baseball. Basketball, hockey, everything. Everything. All, all the sports. All the sports. So we're going to start with the sport that we care about the most. At least two-thirds of us care about the most. Uh, NASCAR? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> the countdown of NASCAR, baby. Speaking of, how many days we got? The week after oh, shit, Super Bowl, I was, I was joking, but if you want to do it, we got 27 days. 27 <laughs> days, baby. 20... 15 hours and 3 minutes. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Literally looking at the countdown. That's tight. Tight, tight, tight. I mean, fuck it. I don't give a shit. I don't care. NASCAR's whatever, bro. It's not even here yet. It's right after the Super Bowl. Daytona 500. That weekend. But it's close enough. Oh, it is. We were counting down to uh, football season at that point. Yeah. <laughs> when he's pumped about Daytona, we're like, fuck. Six more months to football. No, sir. But uh, that's tight. 27 days till we get the room rooming. Anything else you want to add about the NASCAR, sir? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> they go fast. They do go fast. Um, we had... Uh, Oh. Out of, uh, just, uh, reminded me of something that Julia said last week. From from hockey noises. Oh yeah, hockey noises, baby. <laughs> hockey noises. <laughs> <laughs> That's really stupid. <laughs> uh, football noises. Um, blah, blah. <laughs> Whistle sound. No sir. Um, uh, God damn it! Conference championships games. That yeah, it was just championship weekend this week. Fuck. Oh. Two games on lovely Sunday. Um, wasn't the Patriots, wasn't the Broncos. No. So for once, again, like I said, maybe last week or the week before, it feels kind of good to just watch football, to just watch football. It's nice. Yeah. I actually watched these games. Yeah. They were good games. Um, yeah. First one was all right. <laughs> all right. No, no. We'll talk about both of them. Um, first one being the uh, Chiefs and the Titans. Tighten up, y'all. I hate that that's their slogan. That really bothers me. It's like it's a song. I know, but it's also a fucking commercial that I associate with like insurance more than I associate it with. Oh, that so. sounds like a regional problem, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know Titan Auto Insurance. Yeah, yeah, Titan Auto, which I'm not even sure it fucking exists anymore. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, it's like when when 
whenever Denver had like a really good defense, they'd be like, "Oh, it's the Orange Crush," and I'd be like, "Can we not use like a nickname that is a product of something, like?" anything and it's the same with Titan up I mean like I get it it's something that everybody knows but also like fucking is Titan insurance paying you because if they're not they should be uh, but yeah it's I don't know it's one of those things where I'm just like I get it it's easy but also come on man come, come up with something better Titan oh. up baby it's a song though Julian it's a song it's a song man. so it's easy it's easy <laughs> alright the score was 35 Chiefs, Titans, 24. It was a cool game to watch. Tennessee went up 10-0 in the first quarter, and I was like, oh, shit, it's going to be a repeat again, meaning the Chiefs are going to win in the second half of the game. Uh, yeah, 10-7, first quarter. Second quarter, uh, 17 to fucking 21. And then after that, it was just, you know, Chiefs did the Chiefs thing no, at after home. The second, I mean, after the third quarter, it was all Chiefs. Yeah. There was garbage time points for uh, Titans, but again, garbage time points make the spreadsheets look better, but really, at the end of the day... Well, it's just like, I mean, you know, Ryan Tannehill is never going to lead anyone to the no. fucking promised land. Exactly. I mean, Nick Foles did it once, but he is the exception to the rule. Big Dick Nick! You know, just look at what he did in fucking Jacksonville. He got benched for Gardner Menchu. Young big dick Nick. And fucking speaking of Ryan Tannehill, he got he uh Marcus Mariota got benched for Tannehill, which is crazy. Yeah. That no. you think that Ryan Tannehill's the better quarter or that you know that Ryan Tannehill's the better quarterback. I mean, you know, to, to their credit, I don't think they lost after uh No, no. They, they didn't. only lost a couple games, but also just like, you know, the Titans were ended up being exactly who we thought they were going to be. Yeah. There was no surprise at the uh, final outcome of that game. Like, Honestly, I'm just surprised it didn't happen sooner at New England or at Baltimore. Honestly. like, But it is what it is. They had a nice run. That team has, I believe, 19 uh, fucking contracts that are expiring this season. The so, Titans? Yeah, some crazy <laughs> shit like well, that. Well, that's going to blow up. <laughs> oh, no, 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 not 19. Sorry. Sorry, I'm mixing up numbers. Um, but a significant amount of players on that squad contracts are up this uh, season and uh, one of my good friends last night when I went to the casino was like yo Derek uh, Henry should come to Colorado and I said what the fuck is going to make him come and play for the Broncos and he said we have mad money this season yeah we have and I said oh shit never mind so a lot of cap room so there's a possibility of that because now somebody's going to overpay for Derek Henry oh absolutely summer Absolutely. Yeah. Would I mind if it was the Broncos? Absolutely not. No, uh, he would but not. But we also have two okay running backs. <clears throat> Skate, what were your thoughts on the game? Did you, you said you watched both of them? Um, uh, yeah. Don't don't take my uh, thoughts because I kind of dozed off during this game. Tight. <laughs> no worries. No yeah, worries. I, I fell asleep. The Chiefs were the Chiefs had like seventeen, and then I woke up. They had like thirty. And, yeah, <laughs> and that could have been like two minutes <laughs> for the Chiefs. Um, no yeah, bullshit. yeah. Because I woke up, I was like, I, there was no way I was asleep for that long. <laughs> but uh, uh, the tomahawk chop is racist. I'm just putting it out there because I'm going to put it out there every time the Chiefs <laughs> Chiefs play. I'm pointing at Julian right now because. <laughs> um, my homegirl who I work with Amy she's a Chiefs fan and she was like yo 
it's in the tom she's like a chiefs fan but not necessarily like a football fan yeah you know so she was like is the tomahawk chop racist and i said oh absolutely <laughs> and she's like it reminds me of the hitler shit and i was like oh i didn't think it like that but i guess you're right yeah kinda. <laughs> i would just say it's just derogatory towards native people yeah, right <laughs> But, That's uh, what I was saying. But yeah, I always, I always love when the announcers are like, the proud tradition of the tomahawk chop. I'm like, fuck you. Call it what it is. The proud racist, racist. tradition. <laughs> that your grandfather started. Yeah, and then I, I never get cheap. You know who I get? The only people I fucking get pushback from are fucking like older people who are like part of, you know, boomer generation or yep. older. Okay, but like, well, you know, it's not that offensive. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. But... Every, every millennial cheese fan every time I bring that up they're like yeah well I don't do it <laughs> <laughs> uh, boomers are the most offended people Fuck, my dad on the and planet. I got into an argument about it yeah because he's part of that generation he was like it's just the generational like, well you know they're doing it to honor I was like there's no there's no honor there <laughs> I was like it's a caricature of like a people there's right. just not enough of those people to give a shit anymore because they have real problems right like getting fucking water in their and reservation alcoholism <laughs> no this is real shit yeah this or is just, real shit you know having like a post office and shit fuck uh, for real but uh, yeah. Anyway, they're the minorities of the minorities, so that means they got it extra hard, which is fucked. To quote uh, Chris Rock, "Have you ever seen just an Indian family just chilling at Applebee's?" Right. No. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, bro. Fucking real shit. Not to be racist, because we're not. We're just pointing out the facts. And if you can't handle it, you must be a boomer. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's cool, whatever. But uh, yeah, that that game was cool. Um, second game of the evening, which uh, Boring. was the Packers 49ers. I pulled this game. I was fucking asleep most of that game. I was so goddamn tired. I didn't get home till like 6 in the morning. So um, I was just I, was, I actually stayed up for this entire game, but I was on my phone because, like Julian said, it was boring as fuck. Yeah, no, it was boring. I was listening to po- I was listening to true crime podcast <laughs> while it was going on. Uh, I was watching it. I wasn't listening to Joe Buck and uh, Troy Aikman prattle on about God knows what. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was. I mean, it was all all Niners. There was no like. There was never any question about like who was gonna control this game. Again, the score was deceptive. Thirty seven. Uh, 49ers 20 Green Bay but it was fucking yeah it was 27 to 0 at halftime at halftime so then, yeah prevent defense baby for the whole half <laughs> <laughs> like, that's it bro that's fucking it um, to add on to what y'all were saying and doing um, the tail end of the first game I was up you know I was in and out and then I switched it to Fox and I was like oh I'm going to sleep woke up I was like oh shit boys to men fell back asleep Woke up, oh shit, 27-0, I'm glad I was sleeping, you know, like, it was, and then I watched the end of the third and the fourth quarter, but yeah, Jesus, I love seeing Aaron Rodgers mad, yo, I love it. Well, I mean, they, everyone was calling him a, a soft 13-3 and three team, and I think that kind of proved it. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Fourteen and four. <laughs> yeah, just Aaron Rodgers is mad, and it was just—I oh, don't know. It was, the Packers—is it like just a West Coast thing? They just can't perform when they play on the West Coast, or is it just the Niners are that much better than them? I think it's the Niners are just that much better than them. 
Um, for some reason, it took them fucking three quarters in the Packers to do anything. Yeah, you know true. that's crazy, bro. On any any, it just happened to be the biggest game of the year for them. You know what I'm saying? Um, but if it happened in the beginning of the season, we'd be saying the same shit. Damn, it took him three quarters to score a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, you know? they, it was basically a replay of the earlier game this year. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, there's yeah yeah. Aaron Rodgers did say that football became fun again for him this season, so there's that. That's good. I mean, well, I mean, you know, you expect... I mean, theoretically, they'll only get better from here. Yeah. Another season. And he's only getting older. He's only getting older, but (laughs) he's got got the new offense under his belt. You know, he doesn't have to learn it, and blah, blah, blah. But if if I was a Packers fan, I'd be like, we're probably going to be back here next season, but we have to make some upgrades. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, But yeah, like my Conrad's... Oh, oh, excuse me. Like my colleague said over here. We're uh, comrades too. Uh, <laughs> are we using that word though? <laughs> Ugh, it's 2020, you know. <laughs> Comrade. Homebody just, uh, homeboy just got uh, fired or put on administrative leave for uh, the ambassador to Russia. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, just not too long ago. So it's fucked up. We're living in fucked up times, but we're making the best of it. And not the Green Bay Packers. Or the Titans. Yeah, fuck you, Green Bay, for making me have to fucking root for San Francisco. <laughs> God damn it. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> Julian's going to be so mad because he's not fucking rooting for the Chiefs. <laughs> no. Not. Also, every fucking Broncos fan who's like, here's why you should root for the Chiefs. Fuck you and shut up. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Uh, shit. Like, I would rather up, fucking put like nails through my eyelids than cheer on Patrick Mahomes and fucking <laughs> George Kittle. And no, no, no. George Kittle's a fucking San Francisco. See, I hate them See? all. He hates them all. He hates them all. Like, I always assume that Joey Bosa, like, every time he makes a sack, he's like, oh, I'm going to build a wall so immigrants can't get in. Trump! <laughs> Because he's a, he's a Trump, he's a MAGA piece of shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fucking. I imagine yeah. Kyle, Travis Kelsey is too, um, but he's just not vocal about it. So. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I, I assume all white football players are Republicans <laughs> and shitty people, but that's just me. Oh <laughs> uh, man, man, man! Hilarious, hilarious. I don't give a fuck about the political affiliation, but I do agree they're probably really shitty people though. Because um, a lot of a lot of athletes are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that just is what it is. Michael Jordan was an asshole. Hey, I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> I was sitting at the fucking blackjack table last night, and with my nigga Taylor, this is his first time playing blackjack at the table, and we're talking, and the dude's pretty good. So I asked him, I'm like, yo, how long you been doing this? He's like, oh, in Colorado, nine years, but I'm from Chicago. I did it 10 years there. So I was like, damn, you've been in the game 20 years, motherfucker. I'm 33. God damn, you know. Uh-huh. And he was like, the He's like, I. He's like, the bets here, the limits are a hundred bucks, so you can't really spend a lot here. He's yeah. like, but back in Chicago, he's like, I've seen people lose half a million dollars in under two minutes. And I was like, what? He said, yeah. And he said, Michael Jordan was a frequent guest at our fucking casino, and this man, he's like, he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> he's like, he would lose all his fucking money and then want to kick my ass or one of my co-workers' asses because he's a shitty gambler. And I was just like, fuck. Hit me, bro. You know? <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad that you said that. Michael, um, Michael Jordan, degenerate gambler. Yeah, dude. F- 
you know, secondhand. I mean, this dude said it, so I got to take him for his word. I totally buy I into the uh, conspiracy theory that his uh, his mid-career retirement was actually a shadow suspension. Oh, it probably was, dude. Because of all of his gambling. Oh, yeah, shit. man. There's even... Don't bring that up to Bulls fans, because they get really saucy about that. Yeah. <laughs> On, like, a much, like, more heavier note, too, there's... That's another rumor about why his dad got murdered too. Was that a because yeah he's like owed a lot of money. Well, I know to he, the wrong people. He owed money or yeah, he was given that theory before. Yeah, uh, like there's there's documented proof that he was like palling around with like gangsters and shit like that, like <sighs> mobsters. So <sighs> <clears throat> fucking shit. He wouldn't. Be, can you imagine if he played today? You know what? He wouldn't have been able to get away with any of that stuff. Oh no, there's no. Everybody question. would have had their fucking camera phones. Been like, look, Michael Jordan's got a game tomorrow, and he's in Atlantic <laughs> City, and it's two a.m. <laughs> and he's got some hoes with him. Yeah, he's got some. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Super Bowl, baby. Super Bowl. Super Bowl is in two weeks from today of this recording, which will be on February second at four thirty. Who you got? Uh, I'm going to take Niners. Um, I'm going to say Niners by a touchdown. Skabe, who you got? I'm going with the Chiefs. Ooh. Ooh. I'm the I'm the tie maker here. Whew. Let's see. Yeah, I'm riding with the AFC. Me too, baby. <laughs> AFC all day. Chiefs over 49ers. Julian really wants to pick the Chiefs. And let me tell you why you should pick the Chiefs, Julian. As a not Broncos fan, no, sir, I'm just kidding. I'm just no, kidding. I mean like I, this is this is the ideal Super Bowl matchup because oh, I yeah. think I think these two teams will play a good game. I think the over under is supposed to be like 52. God damn! So that's you know touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Right. Um, and that's what I would preferably like to see. But also, I would really like for the Chiefs not to win another Super Bowl. Um, I hate them. I hate their fan base. I hate my friends who like them. Um, so, and uh, you know, I, when I'm not happy in sports, I don't want other people to be happy in sports, especially <laughs> if I know them. Uh, so, you know, to all you Chiefs fans, go Niners. Go Niners. Seek that sick. Um, we uh, also have the Pro Bowl, which is next week. Oh, my God. My beloved red shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody cares. Everybody cares. Terrell Davis is literally doing nobody something. cares. <laughs> you know how much we care? We're not even going to talk about it anymore. Boom. How about them apples? You want to talk about some cheating? Oh, yeah. You want to talk about cheating? You, you want to talk, talk about the punishment? You want to talk about some cheating? You want to talk about a Red Sox coach losing his job because of cheating? <laughs> the Red Sox trying to get trying to get ahead of that <laughs> um, because yeah. he is going to get fired. Oh, yeah. No um, doubt. Yeah. So no the doubt. Astros. <laughs> Oh, excuse, oh, excuse him. Sorry. So the Astros, as uh, he was saying. Yeah, their punishment came down this week for uh, stealing signs with a camera. Yeah. You're not allowed to do. You're allowed to steal signs with your eyes. You're just not allowed to use any equipment to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was $5 million, which is the most the MLB can find on organization. Loss of their first and second round draft picks for the next two years. And their, G, uh, and their GM and their... Manager were both suspended a year, but then the day after, they got fired. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's enough. No. Uh, I think it's fucked up. And this is... They beat the Dodgers. And I hate the Dodgers more than... I don't know. 
Tom Brady. Yeah, more than Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I hate the Dodgers. Um, like, yeah, everyone's like, oh, no, I feel sorry for the Dodgers. Fuck that. I don't feel sorry for the Dodgers. <laughs> no. Um, but, yeah, basically, like, everyone's like, wow, that was a really harsh punishment. It wasn't. $5 million to a fucking MLB owner is nothing. Yeah, that's, you make that in jerseys in a day. Yeah. It's way more than that. It's nothing. And I get it. That's the most they can find. But it's also just like, you know, they they cheated. They got caught. And their players were part of it. Yeah. Their players were part of it. Uh, Altuve wore a, like a buzzer on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. So he could sense... Um, since when what pitches were coming there's a footage of him telling uh his teammates not to rip his jersey off to make sure because basically he had a wire under his jersey and right. that would have shown up yeah and uh but yeah that also really pissed me off because the players didn't fucking admit to anything which really fucking pisses me off because they could have just been like yeah we fucked up we're sorry no, why would they do that? Like because we said, they're, they're assholes. They're assholes. Uh, so, <laughs> especially the Astros, they're known assholes. Oh no, sexist the, assholes. Like, the more the more I learn about the Astros organization, yeah, like over the last terrible. few years, I'm just like, holy shit, fuck these guys. Um, so I went from being pretty neutral to the Astros to outright despising them. Um, yeah, yeah. So fuck the Astros. I I will specifically get tickets when the Rockies play them. This year and sit close enough and chant, you cheated. You cheated. You got caught cheating. Yeah, and I, I, and I think I think the crowd at, at, at the uh, facility will, will have that. Yeah. They, they should have that kind of taunting. No, I think, uh, you know, or just, you know, you stole signs. Clap, clap, oh, clap, clap, clap. You, you stole, stole signs. You stole World Series. Yeah. <laughs> Dodgers should have won. <laughs> Dodgers should have won. Um which is that breaks my heart to say um but yeah so like seriously fuck the fuck the astros up their stupid asses um (coughs) the guys who manage their recent series or series championships are are gone so i i imagine they're gonna have a rough time they still got a ton of talent and that's you know it's hard to make up but you know fuck the astros (laughs) I think the Sox are going to get a little less because it doesn't look as it was as extensive as it was with the Astros organization. Yeah. Well, no. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. I'm interested to see what the Sox punishment is going to be. <coughs> they're all, I, yeah. Like I said, they're also getting out in front of it by firing their manager. Yep. Boy. Oh, shit. Um, fucking cheating assholes. Baseball season, though, starts... I don't know. Sometime. Sometime soonish. In June. In June. Or in April. 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 It's April. April. <laughs> You're not good, but you don't know it yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are going to fucking scheme. Yeah. Let's do your shit, bro. All right. Let's get on it. Um, so jumping into the NHL. I watched, uh, are... I watched the Bruins Penguins game today. Yeah, it's a fucking terrible game. But anyway, <laughs> Bruins are 28, 10, and 12. Uh, currently, first in their division in the Atlantic, second in the East, third in the NHL. Uh, they've gone 4 3 and 3 in their last 10 games. Uh, they had they were up 3 nothing 
to the Penguins today. And as soon as I tune in, uh, they gave up two goals, and then they go on to give up two more, and they lost to Pittsburgh four to three. Yeah, this is not the first three goal lead that they've blown. That's crazy. Um, no, it yeah. was Avalanche esque in the way they blew that lead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was, it was fucking terrible. Like, as soon as I tune in, I was like, "Oh, word, they're up three nothing. Two goals scored." Then I was like, "You know what?" I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad I did. No, they, they uh, scored those first three goals like so quick. I think it was like within the first five minutes of the first or something oh, damn. like that. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty pretty quick. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, they lost to Gafurla. I don't know I don't know if he played the last, on Thursday's game. I, didn't, I don't remember seeing him there. But he got knocked out of Tuesday's game because he got an elbow to the head. Uh, so they kind of put him in concussion protocol. An upper uh, head injury. What was that? An upper head injury upper in hockey. Head. Yeah. yeah I, think they, I think they classified it as an upper body injury. <laughs> when it was obviously an elbow to the head. Uh. Uh, and then I don't know if you guys seen the, the video of Marsh and uh, fucking up a shootout shot on Monday. No. No, I didn't see uh, that. He fucking he whiffed it. Yeah, <laughs> he touched it. He didn't miss the puck because if he missed the puck, he could have still had a chance. But he touched the puck and didn't continue taking it with him as he went towards the goal. Wow. So they they <laughs> lost because of that shit. <laughs> uh, but luckily, since it was a shootout, they still got points out of that shit, uh, which is kind of the only reason they're still tops in their divisions and in the conference and shit because if not if they if you don't get a point in the shootout in overtime with all the losses that they got in those it, they'd be they'd be a miserable team right now well i mean they are playing in the eastern conference so it's it's a little easier road yeah and abs are doing pretty good yeah doing uh, they've been right. slowly slowly creeping up i mean they second in the in the central second in the west Seventh in the NHL, uh, they've also gone four, three, and three in the last ten games. Yeah, they keep blowing uh, third quarter leads or not quarter period leads. Period. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they got two as of now. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm I, my if you were going to ask me which team is the closest to winning a championship in Colorado, I would definitely put my my money on the Avalanche right now. So yeah. Fucking nuggets. Put all your money behind Nathan McKinnon. <laughs> yeah, Nathan McKinnon. Oh, he's so good. <laughs> Nathan McKinnon for president. Uh, but yeah, so in the East, um, top five teams, we got the Washington Capitals, Boston Bruins, Pittsburgh Penguins, Tampa Bay Lightning, and the New York Islanders. Uh, for the West, we got St. Louis, Colorado, Ooh. Dallas, Ooh. Vancouver, and Edmonton. <laughs> <laughs> Those wacky Edmonton's Canadians. in Canada. What I said Edmonton's in Canada. Those wacky Canadians. Yeah, it is. Those Oilers. Ed- Edmontonians, I bet they're called. <laughs> Edmontonians. No, sir. Uh, so, yeah, so if you're done talking shit, uh, <laughs> top five in the league, we got the Capitals in first, the Blues in second, Bruins in third, Penguins in fourth, uh, and the Tampa Bay Lightning in fifth. Uh, coming up on the All-Star break uh, I don't remember exactly when But I know it's coming up pretty soon I think that's also after the Super Bowl But I can't remember when 
I'm going to a game the 17th, uh, the Avs versus the Lightning. That'll be oh, good. Nice. It's two, two uh, top was, 10 teams. I was told I may have tickets in the works for Tuesday's Bruins game, but I don't know how definite that is. Ooh, it's in the works. We'll knock on wood for you, brother. Yeah, same for you. <laughs> Literally, um, I already did it. Beat you to it. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to AEW. Oh, uh, wrestling. Before we go over Wednesday's show, uh, AEW signed a new extension with Warner Media, so they're going to be on TNT through 2023. Oh, good for them. Uh, they also got green light for a second weekly show. Oh, man. That's yeah. expansion. And um, that also kind of coincides with their signing of Taz as their new... Well, they didn't really go into details, but I'm assuming he's their new announcer for this new show that they're going to get. Taz. Oh, Taz. No, he's a fucking... He's great on the fucking mic. Yeah, but I haven't yeah. thought about Taz in like 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he filled in He filled in for AEW on uh, their AEW Dark show, which is that YouTube show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically all the matches that didn't make uh, Wednesday's Dynamite. Um, and then he, he filled in on a Dynamite one week. Oh, it's owned by the guy who owns the Jaguars. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. His son runs it, though. Yeah, but I mean, you know. But yeah, yeah. This will be good um, for good for the sport. It'll it'll increase competition. Yeah, yeah. There's pretty damn good competition too. Uh, this week they revived the old WCW name, Bash at the Beach, because they the were beach. in Miami. Oh. Yeah. Um, they opened up the event. They had a four-way tag match. It was four tag teams going up against each other for the number one contender spot for the tag team championship. It was Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega versus Santana and Ortiz versus the best friends. The best versus friends. The young bucks with with freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. Yep, <laughs> freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy outside, oh, and obviously so they they worked him into the match because you can't you can't miss an opportunity to use that dude. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was a great match. Hangman Page and Kenny Omega got the win, uh, so they're going to face SCU next week. Uh, and next week's AEW is going to be from Jericho's Cruise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jericho got the Rockin', what's it, Rockin' Wrestling Rager at Z. Uh, so that is where Dynamite is going to be from this coming Wednesday. I met Chris Jericho at an airport once. Super cool guy. Yeah. Yeah, no, he was very, very nice. He gave me uh gave me an autograph. I don't know where it went, but I was like are I was like fourteen or fifteen at the time. And I was like, Are you Y2J? And he was like, I am and I was like, I am a huge fan. I love, you know, the walls of Jericho and he's like, Oh great and I had like a piece of paper and he signed it. He was a real nice guy. That's uh, prime Jericho too. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was it was yeah, definitely like you know, prime Chris Jericho, but we we both had a layover at some shitty airport. And... Nice, but yeah, that's why I always like Chris Jericho. He was super cool to me when I was a kid. Type. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, on um, AEW after was that yeah after that four way tag, uh, Cody came out and gave his answer on whether or not he's gonna go, um, accept MJF's. Um, stipulations so he accepted so he can't touch MJF until their match at Revolution which is like the end of February he has to take 10 lashes on live TV (laughs) and he has to face MJF's 
like bodyguard Wardlow in a cage match ten days before the pay per view. <laughs> oh man, wrestling is so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, this wrestling is. I, I know, but it's just you know, it's it's reminiscent of like what I what I loved about wrestling when I was no, when I was into it when I was you know. That's why. I can tell you for me, that's why I'm into this wrestling because it literally yeah. reminds me of the shit I grew up watching. It's not as yeah, crass, sure. but it's 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 very nostalgic and the yeah, wrestling's I, really good. I don't know. I don't I don't necessarily need the titties, but like, you know, yeah, no, it's not having me. like people buried in a coffin, I'm all about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Oh, awesome. Uh, so- Next up on the show, they had a, a Joey Janela promo. It's basically him just still being pissed about his ex-girlfriend giving him a low blow. Uh, they jumped into a women's tag match. Uh, it was Hikira Shida and Chris Statlander, so that weird alien chick, yeah. versus Mel and Brandy Rhodes, uh, that Nightmare Collective, which I still hate. Uh, but Statlander hit her... Um, her finisher for the win was like a modified tombstone kind of move. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they ended up getting that win there. She's thick, uh, They bro. had a weird, another Dark Order promo where it's basically them saying that they're trying to recruit members of the elite, which is like the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and all them. Uh, Sammy Guevara was up against John Moxley. Obviously, John Moxley got the win there because that's like their... Duh their version of Stone Cold mm-hmm. um, so with that win he's gonna go on to face well in, on this on this show they had um, him facing the winner of Darby Allen versus Pack, which came on later in the show uh, after Moxley won Jericho's music hit and the lights went out and then when the lights came back on Jericho and the inner circle were in the ring and they jumped Moxley whipped him with the, the championship belt um, and then Jericho took a spike off his jacket and stabbed uh, Moxley in the eye with it. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fucking yeah. tight. That will come into play in, in a bit. Um, so after they do that, they give a backstage uh, backstage interview, just basically talking shit about what they did to Moxley. Uh, then the next matchup, it was the Butcher, the Blade, and MJF versus QT Marshall, Dustin Rhodes, and DDP. Yeah. Fucking wow. Diamond Dallas Page. Holy shit, Diamond Dallas Page is 63 years old. <laughs> 63, bro. Out there, yeah. dog. Out I know he I know he was doing yoga or like pretty intensely like Yeah, but. he looked hey, he still looked like he was in the, like the same shape he was in back in the day in WCW. Fucking uh, um showing and he put on a hell of a good match too. No, and uh, I'll always stand by like his gold the DDP Goldberg like match. Oh man, that shit was one of the best matches. Like, yeah, like I remember watching day. that and just being like, "This is so fucking cool." Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it was funny. MJF came out uh, wearing a tank top that said, "I banged Dallas's daughter," oh. and it had it had DDP's hands on on the shirt, like doing the, the diamond logo. <laughs> so that shit was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, DDP at sixty three years old. Got up to the top rope and did a diamond splash off the top to the outside. No, he's look, we're watching um, the video now. He's looking good. Like, yeah, he did a great <laughs> job. I would hit the, hit the um, with the diamond cutter a couple of times. I think he did it like two or three times. Yeah, man, they uh, did a hell of a hell of a performance at his age. But MJF 
uh, ended up stealing the win. He kind of snuck in and rolled up QT Marshall. Uh, held the trunks on that shit and got the win. Yeah, it was a good match. Uh, then in the main event, we had the Bastard Pack taking on Darby Allen, which is definitely one of my top three favorite wrestlers in AEW right now. That kid is crazy with yeah. his little coffin drop shit. Yeah, that kid's nasty. Yeah. Darby uh, Allen's a beast. Yeah. Great match. Uh, Pack hit his uh, Black Arrow finisher for the win. Uh, which is like some crazy backflip, spinning, twisting thing off the top rope. Uh, so Pack will go on to face Moxley next week for the number one contender of the AEW Championship. Uh, after he took the win, Pack took the did an interview. Basically said that he was the number one contender because of what happened to Moxley getting stabbed in the eye, that he wasn't going to be able to compete. They cut to Moxley being like taken away in an ambulance. Guess what happens? He busts out the ambulance yes. and comes down to the ring and starts talking shit, saying that he'll fight no matter what. Uh, so we have a match next week. Oh, yeah, Moxley came down with an eye patch, too. He looked like a pirate. <laughs> yeah, um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens next week when them two square off for the number one contender. Contendership. Um, yeah, that was AEW. Yeah, it was a fucking great yeah. show. No, I'm, I'm starting to maybe think I should uh, should start watching this. Yo, you yeah, honestly you into the old school yeah. like attitude era shit. You would like this. Oh, that was that was when I was into it. Yeah, it's not as over the top. Obviously, you can't do a lot of that same shit anymore. But it's it's as close as you can get. And it's cool because what they do is there's a lot of young guys that I had no idea who they were. I mean, until I started watching this shit. Um, but every once in a while, they'll just sprinkle in somebody that we grew up watching, you know, and who's like respected in the community, like Diamond Dallas Page, come out of nowhere and just be like, oh shit, you know, cut a promo or fucking do some crazy shit for an old person. It's pretty tight. Yeah, a pretty lot tight. of the wrestling snubs are, are complaining that there's too many tag matches, which granted there are. There are a lot. Tag but matches are fantastic. I love them though. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's some good shit going on here. Some good shit going on at the AE Dub. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, go from some fake fights to some real fighting. Ooh, the fastest fight on earth, baby. Yeah. Uh, well, there was a few before that. <laughs> uh, so we had UFC 246. Um, uh, the fight that was supposed to open up the car was Claudia, Claudia Gedalia versus Alexa. Alexa, Alexa Grasso uh, but that fight got cancelled because Grasso came in uh, almost six pounds over oh god damn and that's yeah that's way too heavy for them to sanction the fight so they called it off completely that's weird. wow bitch you um, to make weight like that yeah. that's yeah. so strange like tight yeah, so she so like gained like was... how much time is in between weigh in and fight like a week no so they do the they do the weigh-ins Friday morning. So what? Like uh, she gained six they do, pounds. They do the official like... weigh-in Friday morning, and then they do like a ceremonial one for like the cameras and shit later on in the day. Uh, but the, that weight doesn't really matter. It's the one that they do in the morning. But I don't think she made weight at all. Yeah. So you, if you you weigh in and you miss weight, they give you I think it's like an hour or so, depending on the commission, um, to try to cut the weight and then and then give you another chance but yeah the, the six pounds it was just way too much for yeah that's crazy 
I'll lose six awesome. pounds in an hour. <laughs> Instead of that fight opening up the card, uh, they open it up with Carlos Diego Ferreira uh, and Anthony Pettis. This one ended in the second round. Uh, Ferreira got Anthony Pettis in the, in the rear naked choke for the submission win. Um, then uh, this fight, this next fight moved up in the in the card because of the Gedalia Grasso cancellation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one was Brian Keller versus uh, Odie Osborne. And this one was Kel- Keller uh, getting the submission guillotine win in the first round. I think that was like a, a minute or two into the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had Alexi Olenek uh, defeating Maurice Green by submission. Uh, he caught um, caught Green in an armbar in the second round. Uh, looked like Green looked like he was going to get out of it, but it was just it was just too deep. Um, too deep. So he got caught with that shit. I think Olenek got a bonus for that submission win too. Uh, next up, we had Holly Holm and Raquel Pennington in the co-main event. Uh, this one went the distance. This is a rematch from, I think it was Holly Holm's debut in the UFC. Yeah, that was a uh, She ago. defeated Raquel. I forgot what year it was, but it was a while back. Um, and she got the unanimous decision win last night, too. So, 2 nothing Holm on, uh, on that rivalry there. Raquel Pennington's from Colorado Springs. Oh. I didn't know that. Cool. Well, she's my favorite. <laughs> uh, even, though, even though I like Holly Holmes. I actually watched a good little thing on Holly Holmes, uh, the Holly Holmes-Ronda Rousey fight. Uh, oh, yeah. Like a nice little like, <laughs> 10 minute documentary about it. The Preacher's Daughter. <laughs> yeah, she's a fucking decorated yeah. combat, uh, combat uh, athlete. She fucking like world boxing champion, world kickboxing champion, and UFC champion. Yeah, it's pretty damn good. Yeah, pretty, pretty good. Uh, but the fight everybody was tuning in for: Conor McGregor, Cowboy Cerrone. As you guys said, over in seconds. Um, <laughs> forty seconds. Forty <laughs> seconds for McGregor to to shoulder block Donald Cerrone's nose into oblivion. Um, and then when he couldn't see anything, he kicked him in the face <laughs> and then punched him in the face until the ref stopped the fight. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Cowboy, he said it himself in the interview. He didn't, he wasn't expecting those elbow blasts, and it, it just fucked up his entire game plan. Um, I don't, I don't think he could even see straight after he took those shoulder, so, shoulder shots because they were pretty, pretty hard and like dead on the nose. Yeah, dogs, they, they were like punches, bro. Yeah, definitely busted up his nose. Um, I heard something, maybe a possible broken orbital bone too for Cowboy. Oh, good God. Uh, but at least, at least, <laughs> definitely a broken nose. Yeah, that shit is oof, brutal. Yeah. Forty um, seconds, baby. So, I, I I don't know if this is just for these weight classes or if this is just how they listed it. But apparently, Connor's the first UFC fighter to have a knockout win in the featherweight lightweight and welterweight divisions oh shit good oh. for him asshole um i don't know if he's the first for three divisions or if just it's those three specific divisions but whatever he got knockout wins in three different weight classes which is still pretty impressive uh, so yeah con is back unfortunately hey, hey, hey. i gotta be the only nigga that don't give a fuck about conor mcgregor yo 
Uh, he seems like a pretty terrible person. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, I mean, he's saying all the right things. He he said he caught himself feeling like he was acting like Mike Tyson back in the day, so he's kind of calmed himself down, which is why he has like a little, been out of the spotlight a little bit lately. So he's not flying across the Atlantic to challenge other people to fights and throw chairs at them? <laughs> no, no, not anymore. He, he, grew, he grew up. <laughs> oh, but one thing... Fuck Stephen A. Smith. Uh-huh. I just want to say that. Duh. I mean, because of this fucking ESPN deal that UFC got, they're forcing him down, they're like down our throats. Uh. But he said he was disgusted by Cowboy's performance, said it was atrocious, <laughs> and that Cowboy wasn't prepared. Like, of all people, you say like Cowboy, that dude is prepared to fight anybody at any time. Stephen A. Smith like does, is just literally a mouth. Yeah, like, if, he this does came no from, if this came from a former fighter or somebody who's been like commenting on the sport for years, fine, that's their opinion. But Stephen A. Smith, what the fuck does he know about the UFC and MMA? He's a muppet. He looks like a muppet to me. Every time he talks, it's like somebody has his hand has their hand up his ass, and his head <sighs> is shaved weird. Fucking, and I know it's just a character that he does for TV, but I can't stand him. Oh, yeah, no, he's no. awful. He's a weird dude. Yeah, uh, like he's always. He always disrespects Denver teams, but then whenever he's on the radio in Denver, he's like, oh, well, you know, it's just a, because it's an East Coast, West Coast bias thing, and, you know, yeah. now I'd be better about it. I'm like, man, shut up. You can just be like, look, nobody gives a shit about you. Yeah. <laughs> Except for you. Which I'm yeah. totally fine with. After the McGregor win, everybody was kind of throwing out all his uh, future opponents. Um, so there's, like, Masvidal, there's Diaz rematch, there's... Khabib, obviously, there's talks of all kinds of shit. Maybe a rematch with uh, Mayweather. But um, Dana White said the only match that makes sense for him is Connor and Khabib. So we may get Connor Khabib too. Tight. Tight. Word. Word up. Word, motherfucker. I'm the guy from Cameo. Word up. Word up. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, Thanks, Julian. You wanted to hit on your nuggets, buddy? Oh, I just... Um, we uh, we went to the game on Wednesday. We did go and, to the game uh, on Wednesday. It was a lot of fun. Um, we had a good time. It was tight. Nuggets oh, almost blew it. You guys were going to do that shit. <laughs> yeah, Nuggets won. Nuggets won. Uh, they almost blew it, though. They almost let the Hornets beat them. They fucking lost to the Pacers tonight. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking... Paul George-less Pacers, <laughs> who I don't even fucking know who's on that team. Like, oh, God, it's... I don't know. They, we're like a year away. We're not going to do it this year, but like... Michael Porter Jr. There's so many, like, ifs, ifs, ifs. It's driving me crazy. Yeah. But it's nice having expectations for my basketball team. Expectations. Speaking of expectations, here goes the fucking conference standings of the Eastern side. Bucks number one. Well, Heat second place. Raptors third place. Celtics fourth place. Pacers in fifth place. Your guys lost to a fifth place East Coast team, which is like, you know, bottom of the barrel of the West. <laughs> no, conference. it drops us from second place. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Um,. Uh, in the uh, West, it's the L.A. Lakers, who will never lose another game. Uh, the Clippers, <laughs> who uh, won tonight. And the Nuggets are number three. 
The Utah Yaz are number four, and those crazy Mavs. Have you seen those ugly ass Mavs uniforms with like uh, the spray paint? Oh my god! No, I'm about to look them up though. This looks like something out of like uh, like the 1990s like backyard uh, jam or like video games from like the 1990s or <laughs> early 2000s. Like NBA Street. Yeah, like an NBA Street or like a. For the kids, like backyard street or whatever. Oh, this shit! I see it here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's kind of weird. Ugh, I think they're so ugly. But oh, anyway, man, yeah. Man. Fuck the Mavs. Fuck the Mavs, and we're out of here. Thank you guys for listening to the Minority Sports Report. You can follow us all collectively on the internet at TMS Report Scheme. Yo, <laughs> where can they follow you, asshole? Find me at Skate Forty Four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Julian C Mitchell because that's my name. And I'm at the Beatnik. Appreciate y'all. Have a good one. Talk to you next week. Peace. Hey, yo, I said I smack the shit out you if your mouth out of line. I wanna bury your ass, but I'm out of line. And women ask for tits, I tell them get a job and get me some backwoods on your EBT card. Don't ask me for weed or drinks in the club or a fucking autograph outside my tour bus. Don't ask me for Gucci, Louis Vuitton, or Uggs. Cause A, B, or C, you get none of the above. Can I borrow some money? Can I get some weed? Can I drive your car? Can you pay my rent? Can you buy me a drink? Can I wear your gold? Can you take me to the mall and get me a pair of those? That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out Hey yo, niggas get cocky when they get a little change. They buy a car for gas, they need a little change. They never on the front line, they stay the middle main. Picking dollars off the floor after you done made it rain. And women always throwing hits when they rent due. I throw a hit right back. What the fuck you gonna do? Go get your money from the store. You brought your wig out of. Before I pay your rent, I'ma slap the shit out you. Can I borrow some money? Can I get some weed? Can I drive your car? Can you pay my rent? Can you buy me a drink? Can I wear your gold? Can you take me to the mall and get me a pair of those? That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out. That's when I smack the shit. That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out. That's when I smack the shit out you. Yo, if I gotta, I walk around the world trying to smack everybody. I'm certified. IG don't need to verify me. I smack the shit out you playing rich and being broke. I smack my kids taking batteries out the remote. I smack the shit out police when they pull me over. They stick my middle finger up to the camera on the shoulder. I smack the shit out you, then I smack the shit out you. And mind your business, bitch, ain't nobody talking about you. Can I borrow some money? Can I get some weed? Can I drive your car? Can you pay my rent? Can you buy me a drink? Can I wear your gold? Can you take me to the mall and get me a pair of those? That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out. That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out. That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out. That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out you.